Managers, what is a Karen experience like and what was your worst experience? Oh, I loved Karens when I was managing. Being able to say, actually, I am the manager, followed by, sorry, that's company policy, always results in a flustered Karen leaving in a huff and a much-relieved crew. Yep, then I would get, well, give me your boss's cell number. Absolutely not. There's no way in hell I'm giving out his number. You can come in tomorrow when he's here or call us. I'll give him the corporate number. Corporate doesn't give a crap about Karen complaints, and if they do follow up, I explain the situation. Give them the corporate number of your competitor. How delightfully evil. Delightfully devilish, Seymour. Corporate doesn't care, true, but they will solve the problem by giving Karen free stuff. Sorry you had a problem, Mum. Here's a card for three free pizzas. My worst Karen was a beauty pageant mum, wanted me to pay for an ad in the back of the patent flyer for $200, claimed she ordered all the time. That's about 20 orders a year, Karen, before I even count expenses. The pageant isn't even being held in my area. Sorry, Karen. When I was working at a bookstore, my mum once called our corporate number because my co-worker wouldn't release my work schedule. She was crazy. I bought that co-worker a coffee. Oh, the best is when they ask for the manager, but you are the manager. Eh, it's not as awesome as it sounds. After that, you have to sit there and listen to them whine, knowing full well that if you work for a chain, they'll just file a complaint with corporate, get free products, and you'll have to see them again and possibly get written up. Happened before I became manager, but once while I was serving at Steak and Shake, customer had a coupon for burger, fries, and a shake for X amount of money. Can't remember the price anymore. Anyway, on the coupon, it specifically stated that cheese on the burger was 39 cents upcharge, although it did have a picture of the burger with cheese on it. Lady threw a fit in the dining room that I was treating her unfairly. It was false advertising, etc., etc. I told her I agree it's false advertising with the picture, but the text specifically states the upcharge and unfortunately I can't do anything about it. The lady at the next table over heard everything and literally got up and put 50 cents on the table to cover it and said something to the effect of, I'll pay for your damn cheese if you just shut up. This teed the lady off even more. My manager obviously sensed the issue and came out, took the cheese up charge of the bill. Like, what the frick, Karen? Love how the other lady, I think I'll call her Laren, is like the anti-Karen. She probably has daughters. Oh, to be so bold as to call Karens and Kens out when you see them acting out in public. One day, YouTube narrator, one day you'll realize your full heroic potential. I once had a customer tell me, frick you, after arguing with me over five cents. He apparently rounded the three down, which made me owe him five cents. After about two minutes of arguing, he stormed off. For the record, the cash register told me exactly how much change to give. Work at a vacuum repair shop? People don't pay attention to their vacuum cleaners as much as you'd think. I can't tell you how many times someone's come in to pick up their vacuum and says, Oh, this isn't mine, or mine didn't have scratches down the side. I can tell you it is, and it came in with all those scratches on the side. After the first two times it happened to me, we started taking pictures of the unit with serial numbers and customer info, send them home with the serial number, and require them to bring it back for pickup. Despite the evidence, we've had a lady close to tears because we didn't have her vacuum. Even with the pictures we had of it at drop-off, her information, and the matching serial numbers. Sure, it's a big conspiracy. We just love taking in vacuums and switching all the information around because it's fun. People need to pay more attention. I used to work at Geek Squad and once had this happen when a lady came in to pick up her laptop. She explained that it was all of her information, but the laptop itself wasn't hers. It's like they took all my stuff and put it into a different laptop. 
Spoke with her daughter. Turns out she was in the early stages of Alzheimer's. That was my first experience with the disease, and man, did it hit hard. And she wasn't even a relative. I had a male version of a Karen, a Ken. Fairly wealthy, very entitled, and just a butt to work with. We were the contractors doing an extensive remodel of his home, and one of the light fixtures his designers chose was this expensive, custom-order chandelier with a no-return policy. We made sure he signed off on the spec sheet with a picture of the fixture and the no-return policy highlighted. When the chandelier was delivered, he insisted he'd never seen it before and definitely hadn't approved it. He kept insisting on this even after we showed him his signature on the order, even suggesting we'd forged it to cover our mistake on our part. Yeah, because I'm going to go way out of my way to make my life more difficult like that. I used to work part-time at a bakery inside a grocery store. I dealt with my fair share of Karens during this time. Just to paint this picture of how it would work, we had a binder with laminated copies of 100 different designs the decorators did regularly. A customer would look through the book, pick a design they wanted, and fill me in on the details of when they wanted it by, what size, what flavor, if any color changes were necessary, etc. Our decorators would come in at 7am and stay for however long it took to complete their orders, so usually they were gone by early to mid-afternoon. The bakery closed along with the store at 9pm. One day, around 8.15 or 8.20, a woman comes in and says she needs a cake. I figure she's referring to the cakes sitting in our cooler, which we keep at the ready in case anybody just wants something quick and simple. So I motion to the cooler and ask if she sees anything she likes. Apparently, I'm a gosh darn brilliant comedian because she starts laughing and goes, No, sweetie, I need a wedding cake. Alright, no big deal. I grab an order form and take down her information, then ask what day she needs it for. Tonight. Mind you, the store is closing in 40 minutes, so even if I could decorate a cake, I wouldn't be able to help her. I tell her that there's no decorators present at the moment, but I could make sure it was ready for her first thing in the morning. She's clearly upset by this, but says that'd be fine. I continue taking her order and ask her what size she'd like. Our bakery was not an upscale joint and our prices reflect that. Just about everything comes in frozen. So for our cakes, they come in a variety of predetermined sizes. She pulls out her phone and thrusts it in my face, saying, Whatever that is. On the screen is a very beautiful cake, smooth white frosting, seven to eight tiers, decorations made in fondant and blown sugar. Before I even continue taking the order and dash her hopes when she sees the finished product, I tell her that that just wouldn't be possible. I didn't mean to offend our decorators, but I told her the truth. Most of them were exceptionally gifted home bakers who didn't have formal training in terms of a culinary program or decorating school. I then politely refer her to a more upscale bakery that I knew of that's more equipped to help her than we were. Then the dreaded six words came. Can I speak to your manager? At this point in time, I'd been working at that bakery for a little over a year, so I was capable enough to close the department on my own. As such, I was the only one there. I told her this, but offered to leave a note with the customer's name and number so my manager could call her back. Fine then, let me talk to the store manager. There were anywhere between one to three store managers who oversaw the entire grocery store and all its departments on staff and night. So I go to our phone and page a store manager over to the bakery department. The whole time we're waiting, she's staring daggers into me. A manager I was fairly friendly with came to the counter in a few minutes and asked what the problem was. I briefed her before she went to talk to the customer. The second we get over there, the customer starts spewing lies about me. How I was rude and refusing to help her. I tried to defend myself, but the manager just told me to keep doing my closing work out back. Ten minutes later, she comes back, shaking her head and rubbing her temples. That witch was crazy. Customer service industry is just a blast, guys. Wedding planning really brings out the worst in some people. If you need the cake right now, I guess very little planning was involved.
Wait, she wanted a multi-tiered cake done that night? From a supermarket? Wow! I was the only person on shift which made me the de facto manager. Five minutes before closing, a woman comes in and is so angry that we don't have any decaf. She demands to speak to the manager and I tell her that's me because I'm the only one here and the coffee pots are cleaned for the night because it's five minutes to close. No, I'm sorry, I can't make another pot just for her. There's another place around the corner. She screams at me, telling me she's going to find a real manager and get my hoary butt fired, throws half a cup of cappuccino machine sludge at me and starts to look like she's going to jump the counter. I'm holding a hammer under the counter, thinking, don't do it, don't do it. I pick up the phone like I'm going to call the cops. She leaves. I lock the door. She comes back and runs face first into the glass door like a bird. Oh, sweet, sweet karma. I hope that for comedic effect, she also left a full face print of makeup on the window and to warn off other foul predators. Did she give herself brain damage? Fall down? Make eye contact? That's alpha as frick. We need the thrilling conclusion to this saga. Oh, she fell. At that point, I thought, okay, I may be looking at a middle-class white lady's first time trying serious substances. And I did regretfully have to call the cops to get her so that I could go home without her trying to eat my face or something. She screamed the B word, the C word, implied that I did the deed with men for money the whole time while I waited for them. When they came and started talking to her, she yelled at them and then calmed the frick down once she realized what was happening. They walked her away from the store. After that, I have no idea because I jogged home pretty quick. You can submit your own stories to be featured here on the channel. The story submission link is in the description below. And if you want to listen to some vibey music in the background, check out Easy Mode, also linked below, and subscribe. The staff didn't know it at the time, but our ketchup dispenser was empty. A boy, aged 10-ish, was just smashing down on the handle trying to get ketchup, but none was being dispensed. A staff member noticed the kid smashing finally, so I went out to see what was going on. Oh, the ketchup is empty. I'll get a new bag from the kitchen. Give me two minutes and I'll be right back with some new ketchup. I remove the empty container, take it back to the kitchen, clean the dispenser, and place in a new bag. Take it out to the condiment stand and get met by a Karen. Why did you take the ketchup away from my son? The ketchup was empty, ma'am, so I replaced the bag. Why did you take the ketchup away? Go get your manager. Uh, okay, one minute. I walk about two meters, turn around, and introduce myself as the manager. Why did you take the ketchup away from my son? Uh, mom, please lower your voice. The ketchup was empty. I explained to your son that I needed to take it back to the kitchen and refill it. No, you didn't. I was standing here the whole time. You took the ketchup away from my son. Ma'am, please lower your voice. You were not with your son. He was here alone, trying to get ketchup, which was empty. Don't you tell me what to do. Do you know who you're dealing with? Nope. Mom, please get your belongings and leave this establishment. Cue the screaming and yelling part of the encounter. I will not leave this establishment. I'm going to burn this place down. Other patrons are visibly upset with what they're witnessing. Police are called. Karen gives a statement. Police question me. I give a statement. Karen told the police that I struck her son, pushed him out of the way, and moved the ketchup to an area in which her son couldn't get access to the ketchup. I disputed the claim and offered to provide video evidence with sound of what actually happened. Police watch the video once, thank me, and walk out to the eating area. Ma'am, does your son have someone who can look after him? His father is at work right now. Okay, you're being placed under arrest for making threats and a false police report. More yelling, threats, and now tears. In the end, she was charged with making the false police report, but not the threats, and received a lifetime ban from not just our restaurant, but the entire mall our restaurant was located in. I felt kind of bad, not for the Karen, but for her son. He has to live with that.
eating at a cheap, greasy spoon kind of diner that had been around since the 50s. All the meat is frozen, pretty much nothing but the coffee or eggs are made fresh. You know what you're getting when you come to this place. A couple comes in with their two young boys, I'd estimate six to seven for either. Mum makes a minor scene about not wanting a booth, wanting a table. There's an entire wall of booths and multiple tables, but she specifically wants the one in the middle of the room that needs to be bussed since the people that were using it just left. She makes a minor scene about having to wait for the one bus boy who was handling the entire front of house to come take care of it, when the manager went and got him to take care of it immediately. At this point, I'm not paying too much attention, but they're literally sitting right next to us. They order appetizers, steak, shakes for the kids, etc. Their waitress is handling several other tables at the same time, like a third of the floor, and serves some coffee and sliced pie to an elderly couple that came in after the family. The Karen throws an absolute hissing crap fit because we were here first how come they're getting their orders first manager comes back out and explains in the most placid tones possible that multiple fried goods and steak take time to cook but hot coffee is available all day and sliced pie is in a display up front so there's no prep time karen calms down but fumes doesn't allow the boys to get their food buffet option until her and dad's food comes to the table Once the adult food arrives, Karen just starts tucking in. Both boys are just tall enough to see over the edge of the buffet, but not nearly enough to reach tongs or reasonably serve themselves. A waitress from another section sees them struggling and comes over to help, asking what they want on their plates. Karen flies to her feet and makes a big scene this time about, How dare you tell my kids what they can and cannot eat? Who do you think you are handling their food? Cue manager coming out again, following demands to complain directly. Waitress is an older woman, we're talking white hair, and is nearly in tears thinking that she's done something terrible. Manager asks her to go chill in the back for a bit while she smooths things over with Karen. Karen demands balloons, they had them as a special birthday thing, for her kids. They get balloons, Karen calms down, husband and kids are pretty quiet. Kids seem visibly embarrassed, husband is acting like this is pretty normal. Husband's steak comes out last. He's unenthusiastic about it, and Karen calls for the manager a fourth time to chew her out over the steak being overdone, dry, etc. They send it back and demand another, then a third. Let me reiterate, this is a place you go for like greasy burgers and fries, fish and chips, etc. Steak is on the menu, but realistic expectations and reason means you're not expecting high quality. You're getting what you pay for. Manager just kept calm and kept apologizing for their suboptimal experience, But beyond filling minor low-cost demands, the balloons for example, they didn't offer up much. When Karen basically screamed that they would never be coming back, the manager was just like, Sorry to hear that. Have a nice night. Absolute pro at grey rocking. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Bestest of the best interactions I ever had, Karen griped about not wanting to pay the price for the services performed on her computer, which was exactly the price quoted when she dropped it off and which she had signed for. She demanded to speak to the service manager. I called him from the back. Service manager listened to her spiel as to how she should get a lower price because irrelevant pea-brained reason. Service manager made eye contact with me over her shoulder. I didn't react. He said no. Price quoted was the price that should be charged. She said that was unacceptable and she would be complaining to the owner, who was a good friend of hers. 
Service manager observed that she was evidently not a good friend since that he, or me, was the person she was originally speaking with when she asked for the service manager. Her face was glorious and made the whole thing worthwhile. This kind of interaction seems to be a sort of dream for a lot of people. Perhaps it will motivate all of you to perform to your utmost at your job so that you too can own the store that a Karen lies about her connections to. I'm not in retail anymore, but I was managing a popular mid-range handbag store. Think typical Karen bag, about $200 to $400. Anyway, most customers were fantastic. This one woman was this Shrek-looking large red-headed lady who stomped in and demanded that we repair her 20-year-old bag for free. And if we couldn't do that, she demanded that we exchange this old ratty smelly 20-year-old bag for a brand new one for her. Recently, policy changes had resulted in new prices for this service, but free repairs had about a one-year warranty on a new bag, not a 20-year-old one. I tell her as such, I was pretty young to have the role I did, so she, dissatisfied with my answer, asked to speak to a manager. I told her I'm the manager, and she began turning as red as her hair. She screamed and yelled about how she'll call corporate and never shop here again. Well, that sounds like a real loss, losing a customer that's too cheap to repair a 20-year-old bag and hasn't bought new from us in just as long. I give her my best crap-eating grin and say, I'm so sorry, that's just the policy. She demands corporate's number, I give her the customer service line that you can find on Google, unbeknownst to her. She huffs away, forgetting her keys on the counter. She's halfway out and she remembers, turns around, red as a beat, huffs in my smiling face and snatches the keys off the counter. It was hilarious. She came back months later, worked with a different person on the team and didn't even look my way. Oh, heck yes. Buckle up. I worked as a manager at a chain barbecue restaurant. We'll call it Popular Charlie's. There was this lady who we called Nacho Lady. I'll get into why. She was that kind of overweight, holistic-living, anti-vax, essential oil military wife, my two-year-old daughter who I talk to like a coherent adult is going to change the world, type lady, with all the Karen aesthetics to match. We all dreaded her when she came in. We call her Nacho Lady because whenever she comes by, she orders our nachos at our takeout area. No big deal. But she would want everything on the side. Which again, no big deal in most situations, because I understand that nachos get soggy, especially to go. But what some people don't like or understand is seeing the actual proportions of everything. Two ounces of anything really isn't that much. That goes for the cheese, chili, beans, nacho sauce, all the works. Even though it's all proportioned equally, the customer doesn't like what they see, and that's where the backlash began with the nacho lady, and then the Karen moments started happening. She didn't like the actual proportions, and wanted and demanded more, but refused to pay for it. Our takeout specialists were good enough at standing up for themselves and the rules. Of course, she didn't accept it, so she had to speak to a manager, myself or two others, depending on the day. She would also order two kids' meals, pork sandwiches and fries. Again, no big deal, but she was very particular about this one as well. The pork had to be dry, no barbecue sauce, in a separate container. Kids' buns toasted, which we don't usually do. The fries had to be dropped as soon as she walks in the door so they're crispy and fresh for when she takes them all the way home. Because of her extreme specifications, it got to the point where only a manager was allowed to take her order, and only a manager could review the order with her. This was always the most nerve-wracking part because she would sit down at our waiting table in the takeout area and open every single box and inspect everything. Which we would typically do in the first place, but the way she went about it was very… Karen. This was when all the issues would start to happen. Fries were never hot and fresh and crispy enough, sent back to get new ones. Not enough of the portioned pork for the kid's sandwich, demand more. Not enough cheese sauce and shredded cheese, demand more. 
Not enough tortilla chips, you know, the rest. The list goes on, and to top it all off, she somehow got a hold of a crap ton of free kids' meal coupons that were blank, meaning no manager signature, dates, or any sort of validation that she got legit. A coupon is no big deal, but a typical coupon can only be used one at a time with one transaction. But Karen, being a Karen, demanded that we use two out of a giant stack so she gets her kids' meals for free. This got to the point where things had to be run by the GM, even if it means calling him on his day off. He was a bit of a pushover and always allowed it, but she started costing us money. It wasn't feasible for her to keep coming back and having her as a customer, because 19 out of 20 times we would end up having to send stuff back to the kitchen, which would get wasted. My other manager, Billy Joe, was a fierce B-word that never let anyone walk over her. She was awesome. She finally stepped up and made a call over the GM's order and 86'd her. When that moment came, we all huddled in the office and watched the security cameras as Billy Joe ripped her a new one. That was an unforgettable day. I left and got out of the restaurant industry and management because of how toxic that field can be. But I do love that I have a Karen story. I worked at an REI for a while. One story comes to mind involving an ex-marine who worked at our store fixing bikes. He had to run to the back to grab a part, and as he was going back to the bike shop on the other side of the store, a customer who was already pretty loud and aggressive with everyone decided to grab my coworker by the arm and very aggressively try to spin him around to face him. Marine training kicked in, and the next thing I know, angry customer man is laying in the remains of a display about eight feet away. Of course, he jumps up screaming and yelling that he's going to sue us and get my coworker fired, and we're all going to jail, yada yada yada. Manager comes out, heard the story, looks at the security footage, and tells the customer he's never allowed to grab employees like that. He's welcome to call the cops if he would like, because she's willing to press charges against him for assault, and he was banned from our store. No one at the store was upset about losing that customer. He was kind of notorious for being a jerk and constantly trying to abuse our return policy. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories. Or if you want some vibey music to put on in the background, check out Easy Mode. If you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot. Everything linked in the description.